intro's done. You said nothing. <laughs> Why do you do this, bro? Honestly. Insane. But Hola, Madre Distas. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real Podcast. Um, frustrating performance, to say the least. I don't know what was happening in the first half. Um, grew a couple more gray hairs, you know, to be honest. Um, wasn't pleasing on the eye, wasn't making any sense um, what was going on on the pitch, um, getting bodied left, right and center. Wasn't any easy watch, but Jacob, if you if you got scared, bro, don't be scared, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the game, the game, man. The, the, the moment I thought about the game, it, it fucking pissed me off. Um, but here we go again. Um, one man, one man savior job. Um, although it, it might be a little harsh on Lucas Vasquez, who had the you know the balls to actually try a shot from distance. Quite a few people did, but you know to do that at the end of the game, um, it, it takes some um, you know uh, shouldering of responsibility to say the least. Um, but yeah, man, welcome our esteemed panel, Jacob, Farouk, and Mo. How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? Who should I come to first? Mo, be our guest. I just sent you a message. Don't involve me for the first time. It's, I have like I, I guess they're testing out the siren system outdoors and everything. So. Oh, fair. If you want to give a quick little tidbit. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm fine. It's okay. It's you're asking about the game, man. Yeah, it was decent. You know, it was after what do you expect. I'm I'm glad we survived this, you know, terrorist attack at the Burna Bay. <laughs> Surviving was the primary uh, objective. I completely agree. Completely agree. Because um, at times the tackles didn't didn't, didn't seem football like. Um, Farouk, man, fellow Milanese slash Nigerian slash Turkish. Uh, I don't know so many ethnicities <laughs> in one, but. Yeah, man. I mean, the 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 thing, you know, that which the game was. It's so funny. And I was saying to the guys earlier, like, you know, you watch Hitafia and like, you know, you feel so infuriated that you know you kind of appreciate what Bordelas and Hitafia are doing. You know, like honestly, like it's it's like an art. You know, like we finished the first half with nine fouls to Hitafia seven. I mean, <laughs> come on. Everyone who saw the first half knew that you know, just guns and knives were missing. Were missing there. You know, honestly. So it's like you know. It's, it's it's so interesting, honestly, like the way they keep doing this over and over and over again, honestly, like, you know, as, you know, more rightly said, like, you know, you're just glad that, you know, this is, you're done with this and you're past it, you know, you don't have to do this again, at least for the next six months or so. Like all the great depictions of, you know, um, mafia who, who, who break all sorts of rules, you know, there's a method to how it has to be done and Getafe is, is sort of, you know the one of the you know prime examples especially in this era where you know uh, defending like that can really go hairy you know like if if you, if you don't do it right you know um atleti has has learned it the hard way so many teams you know down the years has learned it the hard way that they have to be a bit more expressive to uh, at least um get some fanfare you know for what they're doing but getafe i, I think completely has embraced I, I, their upturn in form and their, uh, you know, uh, close stay with relegation has has given them, you know, enough belief to return back to, you know, their roots and what worked in the first place. But Jacob, um, first game back at the burnabout, this wasn't the way we intended this to pan out, did we? 
I mean, I, I think it was exactly the way we thought it would pan out. Uh, somehow getting the goals and then, you know, expecting like a former Matadors to score as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Always happened. 100%. Uh, but then uh, we, I did not expect us to look this toothless in attack, like especially in the first half. Mm. And then mm. I'm just so glad we got the three points, man. So glad. 100%. Um, toothless is, is, is a word that we are going to repeat, I feel like, um, you know, for, for large parts this this episode. But big up every single one of you who are, who are tuning in. Smash the like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Uh, we are on the road to 2K. Well, um, where do we begin? Also, friendly reminder before we before we get into you know uh, breaking down the game. Um, if you haven't voted for us already, the links are in the description below. We have been nominated in two categories at the Football Content Awards: um, one for the best international podcast and one for best content creator international. Um, if you haven't watched it already, please, please do so. Um, there is also a link for people who don't have Instagram. You can just go down uh, the browser route and uh, type in our name in the international categories. It's simple as it, you know, literally take two seconds. It would mean the world uh, to us. And you just right, have to uh, vote in our categories. You don't have to vote in every category. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, so... The game began frantically, um, to say the least. Um, one thing that I liked about how we set up, um, e even though I lost clue, any clue about how the formation was, uh, you know, midway through the first half, because I was struggling to find a consistent uh, pattern in how we, you know, um, were especially, you know, out of uh, out of possession, how we were out of possession, but. Um, it was frantic and we looked up for the fight, you know, uh, Getafe always were gonna, you know, bring guns, daggers, swords, fucking katanas. tankers, you know, yeah, yeah katanas, you name it, you know, they're gonna bring all of, you know, their weaponry uh, in, in, in full flow to actually frustrate us and make life difficult for us. And we were up for it. But the funny fact is, even though we were up for it and we were given back whenever we could, you know, like the, it was a it was a give and take, which was nice for once. But the goal completely, completely took our mental. Uh, it completely tested our mental fortitude, man. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Seasoned veterans, Modric, losing their shit. Alaba, losing their shit. Um, Jude Bellingham, who looked like nothing could phase him. You know, um, until last week, he looked rattled. Um, Rodrigo looked frustrated for large parts. I, I, I can't, I can't imagine why this happens. Even though they know well and truly that they're going to be facing a team in Getafe, and they just saw it a couple of weeks ago, opening opening game of of the La Liga campaign against champions, reigning champions. They put up a similar performance, and Barcelona completely gave the head in and lost uh, Rafinha to a stupid challenge. Thankfully, we didn't do that, but still, it, it was frustrating to watch when, honestly. They they surely have seen hours of video footage of what these guys do, and yet they fall prey to it. I don't understand why, why it happens, but um, that, that was that was something that, you know, irked me uh, for, for a while in, in the first half. But let's talk about the goal, man. Um, 
what better place to start or worst place to start. Um, who should we put the blame on first, Farouk? I think it was a you know heavy pass from Juan Garcia for the first goal. Mm. I think you know that's the, you know a simple pass there you know to Alaba and that you know catastrophe could have been avoided. So you know I kind of think you know the pass obviously like you know you might want to talk about you know the two players going for the same header you know in the just the play before that, but I kind of feel you know uh, it was a really really simple pass from Juan Garcia that he totally messed up. So I will say if you're gonna lay a blame, I think you know I will you know look no more than Juan Garcia honestly for that first one. Mo would think differently, I guess, because uh, we were having a back and forth, you know, um, <laughs> I, I think towards the end of the first yeah, half the, or at half the, the, the back and forth wasn't about yeah, this one. Wasn't about the goal, but in general, yeah. Fan Garcia's performance, but yeah, yeah, touch yeah. upon this as well to start it off. Um, I think, you know, Farouk is right when he says that it was a heavy touch and the ball mm-hmm. got away from him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, he wasn't, I think this is something that has been recurrent about a fan's performance, like, since the start of the season, because I think he's having trouble combining with other players, if you notice, because, you know, even when he's going forward, uh, the co- coordination with Vinicius isn't there. Like, you know, when they're attacking, Vinicius is, is almost like, you know, uh, occupying the same spaces that he wants to or something like that. And then I, I, I feel like that whenever Fran is playing, he's like, you know, he's conceding uh, ground to others. Uh, I had an observation. I had an observation more like, uh, sorry to interrupt you since you mentioned Vinicius, right? Like when he inverts, he's not comfortable at all. I feel like Fran. I mean, Fran, when uh, for me, the issue with Fran right now is the fact that he seems hesitant to display his own game. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, he's conceding too much to others and, you know, letting them play while being respectful. So mm-hmm. I think he's not being free on the field. So that that's my issue with performance on the goal, I think. Yeah, it was the same thing, you know. He he he's being too hesitant on the ball, if if I may say that. And I think uh, I'll, uh, that led to the heavy touch because you know these heavy touches happen when a player is not confident enough. And uh, Fran, like we've already seen him play in La Liga for like two years already, so he's not like he's like he's some shit player. But you know, I think uh, this the situation, the pressure is getting to him. The pressure of playing for Real Madrid coming back and everything that was getting to him. Because if you guys remember when we played the first game of the season. Uh, yeah, he had the same issues against Bilbao in the first half. You know, issues combining, issues with uh, poor touches and everything. But when once he gets that off his head, uh, it suddenly starts flowing again. So for me, uh, even in this half, that he created two chances, and especially the one he gave for Joselu, uh, he took the initiative on that one. So I think that's the difference. You know, he he completely ignored everybody around him and decided that he's going to play his game. So that was when the best of Fran Garcia came forward. So, but. In the occasions where he messed up, I think he's being too, you know, he's being too timid, and he's giving, you know, he's he's letting others decide how he plays. So I think mm. that's something that's you know really lacking for him. Jacob, do do you do you, do you think that's the case? Um, heavy pressure on 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 someone, you know, who who is bought in on on a low fee, but yet uh, given a starting mantle that that maybe has been a little too quick not given enough time to transition in maybe i feel like uh i mean he played like a lot of uh, games in preseason as well uh, for me he hasn't mm. looked too bad man yeah he has his nervy moments but then uh he does at least once or twice in the match he does better than menti at least in the attack he goes to the byline it's not always a pretty cross that he puts puts in uh the players aren't there sometimes but then 
feel like if he keeps doing these things and he you know grows into the role i feel like he can be much better than mendy uh, useful for us especially in la liga what's frustrating for me is his erratic passing man there i don't, are, I don't understand why it, not... it is so frequent yeah i mean i think it, it's just a matter of like settling into i'll just episode. say this that he actually uh, misplaced passes less than almost everybody else in the field yeah today like but whenever so he lost the offenders. lost the ball i was i was fucking panicking though he, he like i i remember I, the one mispass is probably the one at for alaba and probably the others came in the final third and i think the final third mispass is the issue of lack of combination with others i remember him losing the ball in midfield as well no not just the final third but just me like i i found it very concerning um to be honest that's why i mentioned I mean, it um, we probably have to go and watch play by play to decide that he lost the ball here he lost the ball here he lost the no ball but i remember here. when you, when you said sense, for me the general sense is the fact that he lost the ball for me times, for right? yeah so but for me he has to he has like, to so up his distribution let's let's get to the issue right the issue at hand is the fact that he's not combining well with others and i think that's probably the reason why ancelotti took him off and that combination mm. is only going to come with repetition otherwise not coming because even in the preseason we were talking about this and i said like uh, reports from the training were the fact that he was having trouble combining in you know uh, tight spaces and i think that's something that we're seeing again so let's see what happens uh, when vinicius was playing i i was not entirely convinced by his thing there so you know even today with rodrigo he seemed to struggle a little bit but let's see Let's see, you know, give him time. And well, time. guys, I mean, um, for me, I kind of feel like the problem we have with Fran Garcia is that Fran Garcia is like, you know, he's a Moroccan fullback who always likes to go up, you understand? But the point is that with the formation we're playing right now, you're asking natural wingers to become inside forwards, right? So the problem is that even we saw today with Rodrigo, like, he tended to drift to the wide more than he t- tended to come inside. So I think this is more about a problem of what system are we playing, like, what role is... this inside forwards are they inside forwards or are they wing you know are they wing backs honestly because the point is obviously Rodrigo had a free role Farouk just to just to put it out there but he but he was shifting a lot to the right no or was I just was I did I see something different I noticed that he was moving a lot to the he right. was moving all around the place in my opinion he was I moving all the right to the place he was moving a lot Rodrigo right. was occupying the left uh, wing Carvajal was the one who was playing on the right ah, sorry I meant the left sorry like the, yeah. the right was, he, was he was moving was like a little bit more free. Yeah, I mean, literally he was playing on the left, you know, like uh, Vinicius's role. So like he yeah. was like, you know, moving mostly towards hogging the touchline. For that, I think like it kind of, you know, takes away from what Fran knows and what he has been doing for the past two and a half years, you understand? So because of that, I think it's maybe not just even about, you know, him needing time to adjust, it's just about the fact that, you know, the team also needs to be able to provide him a platform to also succeed as well, you understand? because the point is if he's occupying the same positions as Rodrigo is occupying then there is no you know there is almost nothing he can do only the other option is to come into a, to become an inverted fullback which he's also not comfortable doing so i think this is also something as well like it's not more of you know on him it's also on the you know on the dynamics of the team as well fair no like to be honest okay you know that th- that's just the thing about it you know uh, we'll we are we're playing our full back to almost inward inside right and then we are bringing fan garcia who's who's known to be an attacking midfield uh, attacking full back on the wide yeah. on the wide side the issue is like you know we know what fran is we have always known what fran is fran isn't somebody who i expect to go on and become a starter at ramadrid right his ceiling is probably somebody who's always going to be a substitute but then we had another player who could have done the stroll better in miguel and ancelotti completely mismanaged him and you know almost ran him out of ramadrid So that is something that really, you know, frustrates me. 
but it is what it is. I don't know next season they're talking about bringing this guy and that guy, but you know, with Real Madrid in the transfer window, you never know what happens. <laughs> let's not utter the word transfer window. Yeah, let's let's. I've been that from my dictionary. You know, uh, it it doesn't even face it on the fucking glossary anymore. Um, yeah, thank fuck for that. But right, moving on from Fran, uh, I guess we have a you know um, a combined consensus that that the system might not be you know um, particularly being catered to his strengths. But for me, man, um, good players, great players. You 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 said it yourself, more that his ceiling is probably. Uh, I mean, way, I, I, way. This, this, this isn't something Lower. that I'm saying right mm. now. This is something that mm. I've always said, right? We Fran all is, know that. We yeah, all Fran know that. But somebody who's going to be the starting fullback for a Champions League winning team, right? Hundred percent. At best, but he has. A, but he has. He has actually he's, improved he's, his levels. He's good over the last couple of years. His qualities from the time at Castilla have always been these. You know, the fact that he mm. started off as a winger, we always expected him to have good attacking output, you know. The guy is somebody who's going to run up and down the flank. That's what you expect from him. For, for us to expect him to be an inverted fullback playing with high high IQ isn't something that you can, you know, really expect. Mm. That was the guy that Miguel was, but, you know, Ancelotti did what Ancelotti did. So you're literally saying he's just an athlete showing up and now headless chicken. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's a headless chicken, but he is what it is, you know. The, the Miguel hype, man, can you... Because and I don't, I don't watch. Starting for Girona, Girona is like one of the best teams in La Liga. Right? I don't watch, I, I don't watch Girona much, but I've heard they play good stuff. But if he is that highly touted, then why isn't a big club moving in for him? Uh, is my question. He spent like one season in Girona right now. No, but still, but still, people people spend Bro, less when, and, when and Ra- move. When like Ra- last Ra- season, he was had, like injured a lot, right? A lot of teams wanted him, but they kept him because Raúl somehow convinced him to stay. Last season, he went to Girona. If he does another good season, I wouldn't be surprised if City came in for him. Mm. Fair. Well, good luck to him. Right. Um, Fran, definitely for me, um, needs to improve. Like, um, why don't we actually give scores to to people apart from subs? I think we should start doing it. it it's a nice touch. Um, I, I've thought about it when, when since we discussed it. Right now, like, should we do it? I mean, it's kind of off the cuff. Um, I, I guess Fran out of ten. It, it, uh, will it be harsh to want to do that? I, I don't really like giving scores. So. Really? Okay, fair, fair. Fuck it, because it was something I was thinking, um, thinking about. But yeah, um, moving on to the next phase of phase of the game. Um, yeah, Jude wins the pen, man. Nice step over, but even even in even in real time, I I, I felt like he he bought it a bit. Um, but I was just hoping and praying that, you know, the decision would stand and uh, the, the guy, uh, Melero, didn't have to actually, you know, go go to the monitor and whatnot. But um, a fair decision? My father, he was, he, he was watching football for the first time today. He told me, you know, this guy, he got the ball and he kicked the player down. <laughs> I don't know, to the untrained eye, it was probably a penalty. But, right. Uh, he, I mean, it was 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it had been given, you wouldn't have come. Like I wouldn't have complained too much. It got taken away. I wouldn't complain too much. Really, I didn't think like there was right. much uh, contact, man. It wasn't like really fifty-fifty. I I think he maybe probably he sort of runs into him. So twenty-five, seventy-five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought I I I felt like you know like uh, he bought the penalty and 
at least based on the games I've seen a lot of times, you know, like the benefit of the doubt is given to the attacker in these situations, you know, because the point is whether you like it or not, like this foot was outstretched from Alenia, you understand? Huh, like maybe Bellingham did it too much. Like, I don't know, maybe that's the problem. But I think I it was also the like, fact you know, that uh, Bellingham trailing leg caught Alenia. It wasn't like Bellingham's primary deck, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, I mean, like, you know, Alain actually make a swipe and missed the total. He missed him totally, you understand? And the point is that Bellingham's trailing leg was so trailing that it was like the wing of a 747, you know, if it had been, you know. That's a bit more. Man said Jude's trailing leg was a wing of a Boeing 747. That, that's, no, I mean, if, if, if it was a bit, you know, if it's not, if it wasn't that far away from, you know, I feel like if it wasn't that outstretched, <laughs> you know, he would have, he would have gotten the PC, honestly. But I think I'm more with Jacob in the sense that I think it's not a 50-50. I think it's much more closer, you know, to like a 75-25 or, you know, 80-20 kind of stuff. 75-25 in favor of Getafe, right? Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, then, then I think, you know... Uh, I wrote it. I wrote, I wrote this down. You know, more as more mentioned before, France, uh, France, couple of moments. You know, actually elevated his, his 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 overall performance for sure. And one of them was that cross for Modric. And uh, I didn't I didn't realize that Modric had the diving header in his locker. You know, almost uh, pulled off the fucking Robin Van Persie. Um, that if the header was you know at least like a couple of inches either side of the goal. He he maybe could have scored, but it was kind of straight, you know, forward for Soria. It was straight at him, but he still had to, you know, make a you know a stretching save to to tip it over the bar. But nice from Modric. Let's let's talk about Modric, man. Um, was he was he as influential as as we we had liked him to be, or is it again a case of like we discussed, um, especially when he came on against Celta Vigo, a lack of game time. Um, who should I ask this, Jacob? I mean, today, like it was far from uh, what he gave out on the pitch against uh, uh, what is it? Celta. Celta, yeah. So that game he looked. It was for, much better, but it wasn't peak Modric uh, as my. I don't think we can see that peak Modric again uh, for a long time. But yeah, let's really. See. <laughs> yeah, man, the man is fucking yeah. thirty-eight. I'm really surprised. Like even FIFA, like we are gonna have an episode like to discuss the FIFA ratings, but then I feel like the Modric ratings was high already. Uh, and uh, but he did all the right That's things. That's a damn in verdict. Yeah, I mean, That's he, a damn in verdict. The huh? thing is, like, okay, he can have that X factor. He can pull in that last pass uh, when the shit really matters, you know. And then today, uh, we didn't really see much of that. But then he did all the right things. He kept the board moving. So, mm. you know, the thing is, like with Modric, he always uh, he's done interviews before. He's always said this fact that. Uh, he needs a run-off game to get into his rhythm. With Modric always coming off the bench, I think he, he doesn't have that rhythm. But yeah. if, he, if he starts getting a run-off matches, he will develop it. But the problem, I think, this season is the fact that when Kamavinga, Chouameni, Valverde, and you know Bellingham are starting together, it's almost like uh, they almost seem to be the go-to choice. Uh, so it's difficult for Modric to break in, uh, as it seems. Because I sort of understood why uh, Ancelotti set up with him today, because you know we all knew that Hatafe was going to sit deep and, you know, be defensive, so he probably expected some inventiveness and creativity from Modric, and I think he sort of did that, although probably not at his peak Modric levels, but I think he was still decent. For me, the issue with the Ramirez setup today was the fact that, you know, we were uh, Carvajal was almost isolated on the right, so I think that was something that really cost us today. Had completely 
focused on the left side defensively and on the attack they were like pressing like monsters when Carvajal was on the ball so you know that's something that cost us and you know that is why I guess we sort of look like completely toothless in attack mm-hmm. um apologies to the guys in the chat uh, my chat didn't actually load i was thinking you know um was it was glitching but i just oh. no no there there is people there's people actually so apologies to the chat um i'm going to get to the chat once we uh, you know finish breaking down the first half a couple more um you know points points of um interest uh, for me to break down at least um right france cross to hoselu i mean it wasn't the cross it was a low cross um he should bury it in my humble opinion hoselu should bury it um he was stretching uh, i get it he is he's basically uh, falling down while while you know uh, attempting to you know make contact but it's hit hit, hit straight at david soria who again had a brilliant game just like um just like borha mayoral man um, another former academy player you know coming back to you know truly uh, give us a run for our money he was he was absolutely imperious um, all throughout the game and uh, yeah brilliant save but for me if if he slots it either side of the goal it's 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 1-1 simple as that um but yeah again very good delivery from fran um i was actually talking to my brother today and i told him the mm. same thing that if my rather mm. be playing for embered i think our attack might have been much better because my rally is probably more dynamic than you know jose luis jose luis yeah, yeah 100% but the thing is you know for a fact like whenever my rally has started with us i have never felt convinced now I, mean, I, I felt like Morata was... Either. Yeah, Morata probably. But none of them are particularly convincing. But, you know, if I had to have only one substitute in the team, you know, mm. only one striker, it's probably, I probably have picked Mayoral. Mayoral. He is a much better player technically, 100%. Yeah, he, um, his technique is better, that's why. Mm. Right. Um, another big talking point. Jene should be a pen. in my humble opinion should be a pen i'll come to you farooq who, who's going to you know have his uh, very uh, twisted world view on 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 this particular instance but uh, yeah go for it man i don't think it's a pen man i think jude steps on the ball and falls down man like he told like i think from the highlight i saw like jenny actually you know kicked the ball first like he kicked the ball and jude's leg and then jude turned and stepped on the ball and fell so i don't think that's enough to warrant a pen people got on for slighter contact like i even I'm i didn't sorry? see that i, I don't know I how he's seeing that i don't like, think he did fell by the, off the ball no jude jude stepped on the ball and fell i don't think so now i hear a uh, part of what farooq is saying like uh, janet did get part of the ball but he took out jude oh shit that, that part i agree yeah you know what sid sent me he he sent me a, a picture of him uh, right next to rodrigo let what? me just forward it in the chat Let me just forward it in the chat. That is mad. Well, he's in the car. Rodrigo's in the car, I, I think, or, oh, or the team bus. It's not the team bus; it's, it's car. But, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, brilliant stuff again. Man said doing all the hustle um, um, on his own in Madrid. Cloudy, cloudy fucking skies. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be. so doom and gloom i had heard that you know there was um hints of rain but thankfully it didn't it didn't pour fortunately for uh, us you know it, it didn't because he would have been stranded alone um right where were we where were we on um the jenepen 
my bad absolutely Jude yeah Jude, Jude, Jude Penn, Penn Jenny Penn shop Jenny man uh, shout out to Jenny the general um, he has been in Getafe for so many years uh, I've had us a, a soft um, uh, soft corner for this guy you know whenever I see him um, he, he, he's a man to put everything on the line which I absolutely love in, in defenders it reminds me of uh, a hint of old school um, but yeah for me he, he, he should be booked and that should be a pen honestly um like like what mo said in the chat uh, apparently robert uh, Stuart robson or someone yeah, yeah. Uh, said that um it, it was similar to the van dyke challenge on um, who was it no that was the rudiger challenge right the van dyke challenge no no we were talking about the uh, this challenge it reminded me of, of the van dyke challenge on i forgot who it was isak alexander isak um last week um in the game against newcastle very similar bro very similar um i have no idea they kept showing the replay even when there was a big break in play they kept showing the replay and for me the contact was enough to at least warrant um some communication between the ref um I, I and the var what, what mm. Stuart, Stuart and you know the other guy rob palmer they were saying was the fact that the tackle came from behind yeah like mm. although uh you know jenny got the ball when he was tackling jude but it came from behind so i think tackling from behind isn't something that's really like you know looked kindly and so that that is the reason why probably should have been a pen mm -hmm. you know it, it's la liga it's the refs it's malero lopez with malero lopez you always expect you know hair raising decisions so. yeah 100%. Um, let me post this in the stories. Uh, just give me one second. It's because it's Rodrigo, you know, I can't fucking wait. I mean, if, <laughs> if, any, if anyone sees the highlight, please just send me. I want to see again because, like, for me, oh, yeah, saw, this like, guy, you guys, of course, you guys speak with you guys are speaking with such confidence. I know I'm thinking maybe I saw something different at this, you know, so uh, uh, bro, uh, bro, please, please do some self retrospection. Now don't heard, don't uh, we always disagree I'll, with you? I'll, I'll have to double check as well about Bellingham. I mean, the point is because because you're saying something different doesn't mean you're right. Like everyone can go. Right oh, okay, okay. Shots fired. So See, really honestly, I mean, honestly, bro, I saw at least five replays. For me, it should be a pen. But this is this is, what, is what I'm saying. Is. If you guys find yeah. something, send me so I can reflect. I'm trying to find it. You know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just literally reflecting right now. I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong either. Things. I just can't understand. Understand it. Similar to what you're feeling, you know, probably we would uh, need to, you know, in, in the future, hopefully have a, a theater room and, uh, you know, sit down together, grab some popcorn and, uh, yeah, break down some place, man. It is what Farouk. it is, man. As, as you can see, That's like, what I'm you should be aiming for, yeah? That level of rich. Right? I'm not speaking with confidence. What I'm saying is if three people are saying something is this way, it might actually be that way. Hence, I'm saying if mm. you guys find something, tell me because I feel like you guys are speaking with such confidence that it might mean that I didn't see something that you guys saw. Simple mm. as that. If you're talking about mm. retrospective, I don't know how to define retrospective other than this. This is the point. Okay. It's about reflecting. Fair, 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 fair. But, bro, don't get so touchy and feely. I was joking. But, uh, I mean, Farouk, it's, it's not about getting touched. Farouk, I see what you're talking about. He sort of stops oh. the ball with his feet and then falls over. But there was enough okay. contact, bro. He gets kicked on his shin, right? Oh, that should be enough contact. He, get, he didn't get kicked. Come on, man. Man, bro, so what is it? Is it a, is it a soft kiss? What can you call call that, man? I have no idea. I think there was contact. Is it caressing using the foot or something? He went for the ball from the behind and in the moment got Bellingham. But the ball is the nowhere ball. near where his foot is, Bro, especially behind, ball, you know. He, he, the ball. Got the ball. he yeah. touched the ball, man. What are you talking about, Sunei? 
for me, when my memory, I don't remember him touching so the ball at least even know, once. The thing, the thing about it, this is when Sunet is belly and he doesn't see anything else. So. <laughs> I don't understand, man. I have no bias. I mean, that's let, let me like, be honest. Talks about, you know, being retrospective and he comes be like, okay. The guy's like, okay, I see what you saw. And he's like, no, it's impossible. He kicked him in the shame. And he talks about being, you know, reflecting. You literally <laughs> talked about reflecting five seconds ago. And the guy literally opened this phone and checked this. And you're like, no, it kicked him in the shame. Come on. I didn't, I didn't see the footage. I didn't see the footage back right now. From my memory, bro, I remember only Jenny kicking him and him not getting the ball. He's like a reflective mirror person. Relax, relax, relax. He's not my bro, okay? I just love him because he's you know doing the job for us. There, there's no bias. He's not Rodrigo for me yet, okay? So relax. There is no relax. bias? Okay. I there's no bias. bias I wonder what There's bias no bias. Like. Bias is when I talk about Rodrigo. That is what bias is. Right. Um, okay. Let, let, let's put that to the side. Okay. We have so many more match days to you know, figure that out. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it with the first half. Uh, Jose Lu, some of the passing, I was unimpressed. I mentioned it a couple of times, but it is what it is. You can't expect um, Benzema levels of passing from Jose Lu. I was just at the moment, <laughs> I was screaming, writing it down, you know, like shambolic passing some, some of the times, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, he eventually improved his overall performance, had some brilliant flicks um, to Rodrigo, etc. in the second half. But big up everyone in the chat. Uh, again, friendly reminder, if you're new here, don't forget to smash the like and subscribe to the channel. We are officially on the road to 2K. Um, Akash, Subedi, big up yourselves. Um, he says, Hala Madrid, uh, damn Bellingham, 100%. There's no better two words that I would uh, you know, uh, like to hear on a, on a good Saturday like today it could have been easily a bad saturday but uh yeah one match stood between that and uh yeah us having a very bad uh post match right ashik says uh what's up boys um pedro marine is in the chat big up yourself pedro he says ala madrid um ashik says any anyone knows who scored the tying goal for real madrid um at farouk uh, you know, you know, I, was, I, I, I was waiting for that, but then don't worry, it's just one goal. We needed two more goals for the hat trick to actually happen, but don't worry. Now I, he's getting into good positions. Maybe one day I have to eventually find this Galatasaray Haji Jesse one of these days. But then it's cool. If Jose yeah. scores a hat trick, I'd, I'd, I'd easily, you know, I'll happily pay the money for that. Bro, there is Copa del Rey games, you know, coming up. So brace I mean, yourself. We just, yeah. we're, we're talking about leagues, man. We don't talk about Copa. I mean, oh, okay. Fair, fair. It's just. It's it just uh, league and the Champions League, yeah? Okay. Uh, we talked about That's... leagues, but I mean, we can add the Champions League as well, but I don't know. We, we okay. We can see that. that that's, that's much more of a fair, uh, fair conversation. Right. Um, Ashik was saying he was leaning to left wing more. Um, I think he was talking about Rodrigo. Ashik was saying, Rodrigo seems to shine uh, with the free movement, but looks like he left his shooting boots in Doha. Yeah, some of the shots... I, I didn't understand the technique behind it, what he was uh, envisioning in his mind before he, you know, uh, put his laces through it. Um, just one of those days, man. But the man never stops trying. You know, he's always constantly, constantly, um, you know, trying to make something happen. Right. Uh, always had like two or three players around him. So, you know. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult to think straight when, you know, three people are crowding you out. Did you guys think uh, he was a bit too selfish today? Like, I know we want our best attacker to the be first selfish, half, yeah. but then he in should the look for half, yeah. the, his teammates a bit more when they're more open. 
but but you know Jacob, the issue is the fact that with when he was playing with Benzema, Benzema would drop and provide support. Yeah. Right now, Joselu doesn't quite have that, you know, in yeah. his game. So he has to figure out how to because you know what uh, Sunet said at the start. He was like, "We're the best player. Figure out how to play with other players." So Joselu is in the best player. Rodrigo potentially is. So Rodrigo has to learn how to adapt to his. Story. To figure, yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a similar sentiment I share because I feel like, you know, with Rodrigo, he just feels like there is no one to do anything with him, you know? So this is the reason why he just feels like there is no other choice than just to put your head down and fire the ball, you know, wherever it goes, it goes. I like, think I mean, it's, this, uh, this will take a lot of, you know, alchemy. Like, it's going to take a lot of trial and error, honestly. But the problem is that, you know, injuries to key personnel actually makes it really, really difficult, actually, because it, this is a formation that literally does not exist. You know, you're just trying to make something happen out of nothing. So it really requires a lot of, you know, chemistry and understanding between the players. And right now, I don't know how that's going to happen, you know, with the stats that we're having at our players. Fair. Uh, I, I think it's also mostly brought down because of frustration, man. Like when he sees that uh, there's nobody else actually, you know, um, providing a killer ball or, you know, Jude, sometimes he did, but or attempting to take um, clean enough shots, he, I think, he might have been caught up in his own head a bit at times, especially with Vinny missing. There is uh, too much, too much responsibility on Rodrigo, and uh, it can get to you sometimes. You know, hundred um, percent. Um, right, first half done. Next question that that uh, I think Ashik posts uh, is, is is a good segue for us into the second half. Um, he was asking Farouk, what's your take on Ancelotti's adjustment today? Cruz came off. Uh, Cruz came on, um, Kama went off, Nacho came on, um, and Fran went off. Before that, Farouk, Kama Winga, usually the man who we uh, doesn't think twice to praise nowadays, he had a very poor game by his standards. I mean, all three midfielders had very poor games by their standards. Mm. So it's not just on him. Like I think there was a really, really huge disconnect in the game today. I don't really can't, you know wrap my finger around why that was it like there was a really really huge disconnect there honestly and yeah like even you know in the chat when we saw Cruz coming on I you know definitely thought it was going to be for Kamavinga because you know uh he looked you know exceptionally I mean he looked maybe a bit one step below the others you know for some reason but the first half of the game really I really don't know maybe you guys can shed some light like I really don't know why it was so so bad honestly because I you know I was expecting more from you know the the rigid midfield four, but maybe because also you know the the lack of you know uh, match build up or match fitness you know from Lukomodic might be an issue as well you know so that was it and also the 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 you know the rough tactics from Hetafe but credits to Hetafe you know in the first half they you know took the game to us as well in certain instances as well but uh, yeah you're right you know Kamavinga honestly you know shot the bed in this one honestly so. Uh, I mean, only time will tell. You know, we just we draft to see. I think is too strong. I think it's more. You could probably say that he was anonymous. Okay, he was anonymous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's he that's a fair one. he, he found. Like, you know, he he cons- like he did the mistakes he made against Barcelona, where he just literally gave the ball. Shitting the bed is akin to what Kepa did towards the end of the game. You know, when he can, you know, play a square pass, call it a day. He he tries to ping a ball like fucking Manuel Neuer, and look what happened. It could have easily ended up. Man, in, in in a goal, it, you know that that completely, you know, that, threw that, up two uh, points. When, when that thing happened, my my brother, like, it was like even before that, he he did some hair raising stuff, and my brother was like, "Is this guy a footballer? Are you sure?" 
Man, it was some David Bro, De goalkeepers. I thought he was good on the ball. Bro, David De is better. Like, come on, relax. Let, let me tell you something, right? Kepa is, is someone who is good. Yeah, let, let's not get it twisted. He is good. His shot stopping is fine. Has improved a lot, you know, ever since his horror shows in, in Chelsea. But what should a goalkeeper do? Right? The minimum a goalkeeper should do is, even, even, even if he is not having a good day, his handling and his overall decision-making should give his defense some sort of confidence. I have no idea how. I think sometimes I think, he, gets, he gets too overconfident. He's like one of those cocky kids on, on the ground, you know, trying to show off. That I have no idea happens. what God's Rudigan Alaba has turned to, to, you know, trust his instincts and, and you know, tr- trust Kepa with, with his job, honestly. Because, you know, they'll have to turn to Buddhism, I think, to, to find inner peace. Because this is getting next levels of uh, mockery, you know. Sometimes I, I feel like, like what Mo said, he doesn't take it seriously enough. That, that's the impression he gives me. It's not fucking acceptable, bro, honestly. And I see very costly goals being conceded because of this man's um, erratic nature. And I predicted this even before he set foot in Spain. But so many guys were like, oh, this is the best deal in, in terms of, uh, you know, availability, in terms of who uh, we can get for a year, blah, blah, blah. But you see what you, you got yourselves into, man. I hope you guys realize that this guy is fucking overrated. Trust me, he's overrated. Um, right. Um, so, the change in shape. The change in shape. Um, Alabak switches to left back, which gives us a bit I, I, more. Let, let's be honest. I don't think the change in shape had anything to do with it. The only the, the fact that changed the game was Cruz. He was if you, if you had put Cruz in anywhere and not change anything else, the game would still have changed. Hundred mm, percent. But you know, you know why the the left hand side, like I said in the chat, it it was a bit more freer than the right where we were struggling to actually cre- create inroads. And for me, coming in the first half, when he had time and space to actually do something inventive, he just couldn't, right? But when Cruz came on, he just had his passing boots on, incredible passing boots, we all know about it. And uh, yeah, he start, started springing balls where to <coughs> uncomfortable you know, positions where the defenders had to you know, think twice to you know, reposition themselves, had to you know, look over their shoulder constantly. And uh, yeah, man, Cruz was a real, real thorn in Getafe's overall game plan today. And uh, yeah, I, I he was when Kamavinga mm. was on the field. You know, the, the, when the mm. starting, like you know, except Modric, the other three were on the field. The issue mm. for me was like, you know, we play too centrally, uh, mm. and Getafe, they their setup is like, you know, they they have four and they they have four defenders, but even mm. their two CDMs, they always uh, you know tuck back into the back line and they they play with six defenders almost. So I think. Uh, when you're playing against teams like Atafe, you have to be able to stretch them out. With Ramadur in the first half, we didn't really have that because, you know, Carvajal was completely isolated. He was, like, almost playing the lone, the, almost playing the right forward alone. So I think that is why we weren't able to stretch him. And Atafe had that luxury of, you know, pressuring, pressuring us on the on the on on our left side of our attack. And then when we went, when when the right side had the ball, they, they sort of, like, pressed them high up, higher up, you know and sort of created the chances from there. When Cruz came on, he had the ability to switch the plays, you know. In that way, he managed to, you know, stretch Hatafe's defense. And Hatafe sort of, like, you know, tried to counteract them with the, the substitutions they made. They brought on some defensive wingers and everything. That's how the game changed. And I think Cruz, with his ability to switch plays, managed to create spaces that previously weren't there. 
100%. Thank you so much, Mo. You know, now that answers your question, Ashiki. He's talking about, you know, changes that Carlo Ancelotti made. He's talking as if, you know, Carlo bought a winger to become an inverted winger and, you know, a CB to step into the midfield. Come on, you, you're just playing a World Cup view, five-time 14 UCL wheeling legendary midfielder. You're literally bringing him on. I have no words. No words. Man, no comments. No comments. He literally just Man. brought the man onto the pitch. What? No comments. Come on. Man, no comments. That was an adjustment. Like he immediately reacted to what the game needed, and I think he got his subs right and the game plan right. If he had waited, I mean, maybe the point, uh, the, the twenty more minutes. Is, the point is this: the point is this, guys. Everyone who saw the first half knew it was actually something wasn't working. You have to change. What do you change? You have a World Cup winning five-time UCL champion, maybe arguably one of the best passes the game I've seen, and then. It's not an adjustment. It's just a change. There was no adjustment there, as more rightly pointed. This is also what I believe. Even if you kept Fon Garcia where you kept him, it's fine. The game would have gone on the same way it went. And the point is also, Getafe would have, we're going to come out in the second half always just to defend what they have. And the point is, you have space. You have, you know, Carvajal, they're just running, you know, up and down. Cruz is going to do what Cruz does. You know, like, honestly, credit to Cruz a lot. Like, Bob. I will. I wouldn't. You know, be like it's an adjustment from Carlo Ancelotti. At least this is not what I call an adjustment. You know, maybe it's an adjustment to you guys, but at least for me, it's not what I define as an adjustment. Like it's a good sub, yeah. But everything is down to Tony Cross. Honestly, he was fantastic. He literally, you know, uh, I would almost say one of the game single-handedly, honestly, because of you know how much you know effort and pressure he put on you know Hatafi and also credit to Tony Cross. Hundred percent. Um. The moment he came on, you know, the, the incisive passes, incisive switches of play um, was was really, really, you know, proving to be um, a weapon. And I didn't I didn't expect him to really <laughs> flip it up right away. And um, especially when I saw the space in the first half where Kamavinka could drive with the ball and, and probably get into the box more, which he hesitated and tried, um, you know, uh, pot shots from outside a couple of times he slept and whatnot. Uh, I was thinking Cruz, again, is, is, isn't is isn't he too passive to actually infiltrate that 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 acre of space that we have uh, been afforded by Getafe on the left? I thought maybe it might, I mean, it might not work. But the, the thing for me is the hmm. fact that why would you want somebody who's compl- uh, running again and again into a wall? But Getafe almost had a wall centrally, right? So the idea is to open up spaces. You cannot just, you know, keep doing the same thing that is now working with Rodrigo and everybody else. So you had to try something different. 100%, so that makes Bruce sense. Bruce came on, mm. he started stretching their back line and, you know, spaces started appearing. Mm. Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll actually talk about others um, in, in, a, in a bit. But Cruz, seriously, I think has given Carlo a headache, um, at least for the immediate future. Um, no, the diamond... I don't think so. The thing is, like with uh, Ancelotti, already knows what he what he can get with his players. His big gamble was, you know, taking out Valverde. And probably he was injured because what whatever happened to his end, I don't know. Maybe he fought yeah. the guy in again. But uh, the thing is, like you know, <laughs> he was preparing for the fight, man. That's why it's bandaged, you know, so the punches can land harder. Bro. Yeah, whatever. So I think he probably kept him out. But you know, if, if, I think if Valverde had started. Uh, we probably had more uh, more width, you know, because Valverde had that ability to go out on the right and, you know, attack with pace. So I think that probably would have worked, but Ancelotti probably wanted to try out Modric, you know, give him some game time, keep him happy. So he did whatever he did, but then given the circumstances of the match, bringing on Cruz was the best decision. I think going forward, I think it's still going to be stuck with these uh, four starting, you know. 
because I think, frankly, this this will work if given time, mm-hmm. and I think with time this will work. So. But that's a nice problem to have, though. Um, when Cruz has started, like even though he has had some iffy moments, especially against Almeria, um, I think he's going to have a, a telling role, like we all anticipate. You know, not uh, a prominent role, but he, at least a telling yeah, role. He will definitely how, be helpful says, against teams that seed position. You know, because I think mm. even in uh, the Champions League, I'm, although I'm not familiar with all the teams because I've never watched mm. Braha play. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, when we are playing against likes of Union Berlin, they they sort of tend to sit back, you know. So against team like teams like these, uh, I think Cruz would be very helpful. Hundred mm. um, percent. Any 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 more flowers for Cruz? Um, yeah, I mean, Farouk or Jacob. With just the half hour that he played, I mean the forty-five minutes that he played, he had seven key passes, seven long balls completed, like all of those stats, and ninety-six percent pass completion. Just. What a man, man. What a guy. Yeah, I think when Cruz leaves, you're truly going to miss a tempo-controlling midfielder because, you know, nobody can do it like Cruz does. So, mm. the, the best we can hope for is, like, one of Chouameni or Chamavini grows into that role. Otherwise, we would have to bring in someone. But, you know, the only guy who I see close to him in controlling the tempo is at Barcelona. So. And did you guys... Uh... Who at Barcelona again? De Jong. Okay. Yeah. Frankie De Jong. Okay. Did you guys, uh, like, remember the, the Carvajal pass that Cruz made? Like open and then Carvalho actually had enough time to Ooh, take a touch. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, if he, yeah, if, he, yeah, if he takes yeah. a touch, if he takes a touch and attempts yeah. uh, a shot himself, I, I think Soria is in deep, deep trouble. But he yeah. didn't. He wanted to chest it down to Joselu. I, I think nice at, at some point in the game, Carvalho tries too hard to you know get Joselu a goal. Yeah. Obviously, uh, <laughs> J- J- Jacob knows the word called alien. You know, like yeah. uh, if, if 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 it's the brother-in-law, you know, you you gotta you gotta you know uh, cater to him first. You know, it's just a natural inclination, I guess. You know, uh, thanking uh, thanking Hoselu for you know being part of the genes, I guess. But <laughs> it, it it did work. You know, D- Danny Danny should have been a little more selfish, and probably we could have uh, tied the game. Um, then and there but 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 um uh, kepa actually makes a save i think uh oh nacho 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 had a mare uh he gives the ball away and then getafe breaks on us and he eventually you know manages to get on top of the situation uh, and uh, did he give the ball away i thought he miscontrolled the ball but then he somehow managed to get it to kepa sorry he miscontrolled the ball yeah that's what happened um he didn't give the ball away but he actually, you know, miscontrols the ball and, uh, yeah, get halfway breaks on us. And I was fucking, um, you know, pissing my sheets. Um, wasn't expecting that to happen, you know. Uh, get halfway was uh, completely looking for something to pounce on and uh, they thought they had they had their moment. And uh, Nacho again, man, um, let, let's just quickly talk about him. Um, had some brilliant interceptions, you know. Whenever he was called upon, he stood up high, stood up strong. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the armband does uh, shit to people, man. Like he he didn't look out of place apart from that one moment, which which, which was a howler. Um, he didn't look out of place, out of tempo of, of the game. He completely slaughtered in, you know, perfectly. And uh, yeah, was was uh, pretty pretty uh, gritty uh, in in every uh, clearance block um, he made. And uh, compared to Rudiger, let me pose this question because I've seen so many people slating Rudiger saying that uh, sometimes, you know, he also <laughs> doesn't uh, give them enough confidence, even though we have been kind of praising Rudiger for his uh, um, performances I, as I of think late. But... Rudiger's things are more like, yeah, he somehow, sometimes has that, you know, 
moment of mm. madness the red mistress mm. and then you know he he does a lot of strange things so i guess that is why they, they don't really have trust i don't really think nacho does that stuff mm. you know, he doesn't lose his head so mm. it's a reason why much nacho more much more stable guy yeah yeah much more stable guy mm-hmm. i i, th- I uh, think nacho nacho has been the leader of the like you know one of the leaders in the dressing room for a reason because you know he had that stable mind he had that and you know that's probably why the pressure doesn't face him he's the captain of the city and he's captaining real madrid so since 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 we are on the defenders nacho uh, any any anyone else has anything to add to nacho's cameo no man no yeah no nah, man I, i think you know he was in pretty solid expected yeah i mean again and also you know like we weren't challenged too much honestly so there yeah. isn't you know but there wasn't much but as you know you guys said like you know he gives you just that stability like obviously like when you compare to Rudiger Rudiger's ceiling is much more higher but the floor of Rudiger is lower than that of Nacho so you know as more adjusted to with the brain fats and all that but yeah man it was it was a good one and being the captain he is a captain for a reason you know people respect him and yeah fair credit to him Rudy let's let's talk about Rudiger and Alaba yeah uh, combined Rudiger for me um one moment especially the big moment when he is actually trying to clear or get close to the ball how does it pass between his legs such a big man such i don't want to say wide that. legs but but the, the, his legs aren't any normal legs he's what six yeah. foot three right six foot four how does it happen i can't understand and alaba Which who should be uh the play for the goal when he is actually attempting to you know uh, get in line uh of the shot it actually got through his legs ah. if i'm not mistaken man um, he was running he was running i know i know i know but still but still i'm not i'm not completely slating for that the the actual slate is for alaba you know who who completely just i, I don't know holds the man's hand he's holding borja mayoral's hand instead of actually committing uh you know uh, committing himself but i guess maybe committing himself would have ended up in a pen anyways because it was pretty risky i think in a moment like but, this the defenders are like too panicked for us to be judging them on those actions because you know that time you mm. don't really know what to do it's like a mm. boxer has been punched on his face you know he completely loses his concentration doesn't really know what to do so 100%. for them it was just all about starting you know using stopping myral what using whatever means possible so mm. probably that's why what they were doing what they were doing a- anyone else have uh, different opinions I don't think like no. Alaba could have done much man at that situation. It would have, it would have taken Fair. something special like or a miracle. I I ex- maybe I expect too much man. I expect my defenders to be Sergio fucking Ramos but um yeah, yeah. I mean Alaba and Ramos would have been able to do everything. The only guy No maybe bro no, at least only, I'm expecting situation. a lunge and not 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 cleaning the man out but a lunge in the direction of at least anticipating the the angle from which the shot the is going to come and lunging. Face. in that situation the, the ball is completely under the control of the attacker right you cannot anticipate anything even if you like you know kepa anticipated him shooting iral just took the ball you know beyond them around them that's yeah the, the, that's how the situation is so you really can't mm. do anything once your goalkeeper is mm. already dove you know you do have nobody behind him so you cannot be making rash decisions so i don't know one thing it is the best uh, sergio ramos he would have basically did a goal line clearance if it was in for a week yeah, yeah he would have run to the goal maybe yeah, uh, the, yeah. there's there's, there's only like two occasions i remember of goals like these being stopped and both of them were on the line one i think was ramos the other was one was varan varan yeah ashik is saying so then speaking of ramos he's a free agent i can't fucking believe how that's happening man how is he a free agent he, he he's not a free agent for lack of choice he's a free agent by choice exactly i can i can understand that but why but why 
I think he's well, deciding who, where he wants to go. Who who is he saving himself for? Because it's been two fucking months, more than two months. Um, I think he already has some offers from Turkey. He had an offer from Al Ittihad, and you know, those guys. There's another one. I am forgetting which one that was. Yeah, the Gala deal I think fell off. I think the it was the Istanbul deal that fell off. But I think Gala was interested in blah blah blah. Yeah, that's where actually where the guys were interested. Oh, in. I was, was talking about Basak Shahir. Basak Shahir, sorry. sorry. I don't think Basak Shahir was for him. It was Basiktas. Oh, it was Basiktas? Oh, Basiktas, my bad, my bad, yeah. my bad, then. my bad, then. my bad. Right. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, defenders out of the way. Right. So the next instance, Kepa had a good save from Elena. Decent height, you know. Uh, he should fucking save that. Otherwise, you know, he shouldn't be a goalkeeper. Um. Yeah, Jose Lu had a couple of brilliant, you know, uh, interchanges with Rodrigo. Um, then the Carvajal's shot, that was very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, where he kind of anticipated Soria is going to, uh, you know, read uh, the cutback to Jose Lu. He basically, you know, um, he has to decide uh, in, in a split second. And uh, this is why I love Carvajal, man. Like, he has the ability to uh, improvise in, in very critical situations, like, like, that reminded me of his goal against Sevilla uh, in, in the UFS Super Cup. You know, like, n- nobody's going to actually advise Carvajal to, you know, dribble past four man and fucking, you know, blast the ball into the roof of the net. But he did that because he has the balls of steel. And again, he just saw Soria come out and uh, attempted a shot, came off the post. Um, any thoughts on Carvajal, man, today? Uh, even though he didn't have much joy down the right, um, <clears throat> he had to improvise uh, a lot of the time. But... Whenever called upon, he was uh, pretty good. He was always an option, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you could always lay the ball to him, and you could expect the cross in. And mm. I, I remember, like when Lucas Vasquez came on, uh, he actually like it was a really good chance uh, to put it in, and uh, Jose was kind of free, but then he, it was straight to Soria. Carvajal wouldn't have done. He would have taken that extra touch, you know, and put it in. Mm. I think Ancelotti said something that was pretty interesting in post-match. He said, Karhavahal has always been, like, you know, he's always been good, but right now he's at the level of the best version of Karhavahal. And he said that he's the best right-back in the market right now. In the market? So, yeah, maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but I think Karhavahal is doing pretty well, despite the fact that today he was, you know, pretty isolated, but he still managed to do well. Yeah, definitely, you know, definitely 100%. But my worry is the fact that, you know, Carval is made of glass. This is the problem, you know, mm, what's mm. going to happen, what's not going to happen. So honestly, for me, like, you know, I want to see him rested here and there, you know. Obviously, I know now I'm playing week to week, you know, it's 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 fair. But, you know, once the UCL kick in after the international break, I really hope, you know, we get to see a lot of Lucas Vasquez as well. Because uh, as they said, you know, like, as he said, sorry, like, I do believe that Carval is one of the best you can find on the market right now, although like he's aging. I do believe, you know, like this is one of the best versions also. Not the peak, not the peak Carval version, but one of the best versions of Carval we've seen in a while. So I think, you know, if he can mention... Even this, this version of Carval trumps almost 99% of, you know, fullbacks out there. Like that's, that. that's, that's, like that's, I mean, that's, even that's, the worst version of Carval trumps 99% of the fullbacks, but I think I, I sort of like gave up on him after last season because I think he was like on a downward slope. Well, he yeah. somehow got the second win and, you know, he's better than I expected. And I guess any of us expected, really. It's not just the tangibles as well. Yeah, like, uh, he has so many other facets of the game that <coughs> uh, just we can't really point out that, you know, that 
the yeah, leadership. I mean, you only have to look at his skill set. You know, the fact that the mm. matter is like this guy, somebody who can bomb forward, like mm. play in the cross, but then he can also, you know, invert and you know exactly. play in the correct passes. And I think that, that's something that we talking about on the other end. You know, Fran is somebody who has his way of playing, and if you make him uncomfortable, he's probably having trouble adapting. So you know, on the other hand, you have Carvalho who's doing everything possible. And I guess this is one of the reasons why Pep wanted him at City like a couple of years back. So, you know, you, you really don't have a bigger, you know. Pep wanted him at City? Really? Yeah. Yep. Before Madrid extended him till 2025. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Right. You know, Frank, um, Frank Garcia just sitting somewhere catching streets, you know, they're calling one person intelligent. Then you're saying on the other side, we have this person. I mean, <laughs> 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 they're, they're basically basically uh, implied that no, Fran is a... The thing is, like, uh, you know, I, I like Fran. I, I love. I want him to succeed at Real Madrid, but I, as much as of a supporter I am of Fran, I understand his limitations. Bro, but you 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 said the man has low IQ, man. That, that's that's a low. You guys are just putting words in my mouth now. Right, fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, right. Ashik was saying, Farooq, uh, completely agree with you. Budgeting Carvajal's minutes uh, once UCL starts and keeping him away from the Copa del Rey um, completely is, I think, uh, he's implying it's a good choice. Right. I mean, um, I think there's gonna be a storm soon. Like Ashik is agreeing with me a lot this past few weeks. I think something happened to him, man. Let's make sure he is. Let's make sure my entourage hasn't kidnapped him. <laughs> okay, so you, you you seem like you are in the know, yeah? Seems like yeah. uh, you kind of know what's going on. I have no idea. You know, my people always do something on my behalf. They just interpret some of my, you know, actions, although I don't give commands directly. So, you know, they might have or they might not have. So I'm not sure. Right. Uh, Farooq uh, here doesn't intend any harm. He's just basically using his entourage to kidnap Ashik and uh, shoot a rap video, is it? Right? In Mina? <laughs> It's just, no? it's, it's just uh, a that's the plan. Warning, you know, it's just a subtle warning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but big up Ashik every single time, man. Big up every single one in the chat. Um, smash the like button if you haven't already. Um, let's talk about the goal, right? Um, on the first instance itself, I was like, "This is not a goal. No way it can be. No way in hell." Because there's multiple um, infringements. Um, there's Jenny involved who, who is basically handing the ball again. But that's it's non-consequential, but there's so much fucking going on. I was thinking there's no way this goal is gonna stand. But um let me come to you more first. Um why do you think it stood and should it have stood? Well, I already basically. said in the chat, right? There were some goodie bags exchanged. That's why it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the talk of the town um in tomorrow morning's papers, man. I can't wait. Yeah, but honest. uh, but honestly, even I don't know what the decision making was, you know, because I think there was even a Rudiger handball of sorts. I don't, uh, I, if you guys remember that. So mm-hmm. you know, there's a Rudiger handball, there's a Jenny handball, but the Jenny handball, like you said, is inconsequential because you know advantages mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then even there was a suspicion of you know uh, Joselu being offside when the cross was played. Yeah. So yeah. for me personally, even I failed to understand why the goal got given or you know how mm-hmm. they came to the decision but they came to the mm-hmm. decision so you know we stay silent and just accept it anybody else has anything to pitch in um about, about the goal man um farooq i think for me the issue i have with these guys is that you know they say that the video assistant referee is only there you know to help the referee when there's a clear and obvious error you understand if it takes you more than 30 seconds to figure out that there is an error there it means that the error was not clear and obvious in the first place you know, as Mo rightly pointed out, okay, what were they taking? Rudiger's handball already, it was in a different passage of play. The ball went out again and came back in. 
You understand? Yeah. That wasn't yeah. what affected that, you know. You're talking about Jenny's handball. It was something that, you know, it's either it's a pen or it's a... But Farouk, my question is, uh, they have gone back way further than that during some, you know, VR uh, decisions, I, I, right? So, so just to add to your point, I think Farouk, the play did not change. The ball was still at, with Real Madrid. The, the yeah. play would have changed yeah. if, if... That's also... If Hatafe had taken control of the ball, Hatafe never controlled the ball. It was or or if the ball goes out, right? Yeah. Or if the ball goes out. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, after after the ball hit through the guard, they hit the ball out. Didn't they hit the ball out? They yeah, they played the ball, the ball but it went then, out. I, I think it was the same phase of play because Hatafe did not have the ball under control. Yeah. Huh, okay, so like a clearing of a ball is not yeah. considered as having a ball under control. Okay, fair, fair, fair point. But I the didn't point know I'm that. trying to make here is that, you know, like if, if, you know, it's taking so long to decide this, then it means it's not a clear and obvious error then. You know, you're just wasting our time, and you know, people in the people in the stadium are there wondering. We are talking at least we have replays. We can see what's going on. You know, you're just there. Like even the ref had this, you know, bewildered thing on his face. Also, he doesn't know what was going on. Like you know, so it's just you know really really. I think the old VR thing is just you know shambolic. Honestly, the application of it. I just believe that you know, if you can figure out what's happening in the first thirty seconds, like you don't need to take minutes to decide if something happened or did not happen. Honestly, it's not a clear and obvious error. It means. Jacob. Yeah, man, Farouk said it all. It took the word out of my mouth pretty much, but yeah, I agree. That's it. That's it. That's what. <laughs> what else That's why I, I pay you, man. Jacob, this is, this is horrible. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is just downright taking the piss, man. Honestly, come on, Jacob. You're, you're given a seat over here and uh, that's that's all you got to say, yeah? Fair. Right, we move. We move. Okay. Bro, yeah, you should be very careful of pissing off Jacob, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, honestly, um, you know, this send this Th- Thailand mafia after you with all the true, 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 true. <laughs> see, see, if it's if it's if it's normal guys in in tank suits, I'm I'm fine. But uh, you know, it, it'll take a while for me to to recognize if it's a guy or a girl. You know, so especially uh, if yeah, if, like, if it's Thai, it's it's gonna be difficult. Like to be told, like I actually have the number of a guy in Thai mafia. Like I needed something from him. Uh, so <laughs> you know you're on like you know you're on live TV, right? Like everyone is literally <laughs> listening to you. you know? <laughs> Jacob uh, doesn't give you know two fucks, man. Yeah, no, nobody because he's not in Thailand anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean nobody in my family listens to this part, so I'm I'm safe. Right, right, fair, fair. But they'll be they'll be spies, man. Honestly, so just uh, watch out. But um, yeah, for me, uh, this goal is gonna be talked about. Like so many goals that has been talked about, you know, big teams getting favored and blah blah blah. This is going to be another stain, um, in in La Liga's, uh, you know, ever, ever ending, you know, never ending. Sorry, um, never ending, um, uh, you know, long line of uh, shit decisions. This is going to be one of them. But um, yeah, for me, um, we were fortunate. Uh, let, let's put it that way. Uh, but we deserved it for me at least. Um, you know, a couple of decisions didn't go away, which should have gone away uh so i'm i'll take it you know rub of the green all of that um right fede came on was was pretty decent you know um i i honestly the first thing i felt was that feeling of having kareem on the pitch you know uh with, with that bandage floating i think um uh, he basically like fifa you know when fede came on with the bandage it gave him a plus 10 um dribbling boost man I have no idea because he all of a sudden looked way more silkier, way more slicker, uh, you know, in, in, in his movement. I don't know if it was just placebo or uh, um, or, or something, but I quite, uh, you know, enjoyed Fede's performance, you know, his, his cross for Rodrigo. And 
I think Jude is attacking it as well. Um, if if it's like a couple of seconds earlier or something, you know, the guys would uh, completely, you know, get get on the end of it, and uh, it would have been a very well deserved assist. Um, Fede for me again, um, a half fit Fede is is still looking pretty pretty decent, and uh, in my humble opinion, even though he's not being decisive in goals and and in in the final third, um, he is having a much better season or start of the season uh, than last year. Uh, in in my humble opinion, even though he had that brilliant goal solo goal against I think Mallorca or somebody, but this season I I feel like he's he's uh, looking pretty pretty good. A- anybody have anything to man, add? Uh, you you you're forgetting how Fede started last season, man. He yeah, was that, to be scored. He was he was Jude version one, man. Jude is Fede version two. Mm. Yeah, I, I actually agree with Farouk. Was... I think recency biases, you know. Uh, it's not just man. recency bias. Let me let me put it this way, yeah. Like I mean, last the recent, year, the, the recent uh, when I say recency, I would say you know how he ended the season. It's last season, exactly. Yeah, probably, probably. But let me also add this in it as well, yeah. Like we had a fully fit Vinny, right? A fully fit front three. I mean, Benzema was having his issues, but I, I remember Benzema playing on and off, yeah. So he had help, but Jude Bellingham has single-handedly, I don't remember Fede maybe apart from maybe like yeah, couple man, of games. It's Jude and 10 pieces of wood right now. <laughs> man, it's just what I feel, okay? I'm, I'm not gonna, no, man, you like, know, just sit here and lie like, about I, what I, I feel. I feel like uh, Fede single-handedly won us at least five games early on last season. Five? Yeah. Those match-winning no, goals. I, mean, I, I, I have never won for saying that people single-handedly won the game, but I think Fede was pretty influential. At the start of the last season as well, and I think this season as well has been good. So uh, I wouldn't say like that last season he was better. Like this season he was better than last season. He's been good pretty mm. much. For me, the thing mm. is like with Fede, we have to see how he plays as the season goes on, because he has to keep up his level. Mm. I don't know. Just just my just my gut telling to me that you know um, Fede looks so much more himself. This year, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe um, it's because of his positioning. He's playing more midfield, true. so probably you see that. True, 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 true. Um, he was pretty isolated, you know, down the right. Um, when playing out wide, right. Um, who else? Who else? Right. I, I think that's pretty much it. Lucas Vasquez. We're going to touch upon him. Uh, you know, when no, we like, get to so the they, goal. Uh, um, you want to reach, uh, mm. read Ashik's comment? So, which one? So far, go I'm... for it. Uh, he says, so far, I'm still waiting for Jude's contribution. Has he done anything so far? Okay. For Dortmund, that is. Oh. He, he he clarifies <laughs> it. Uh, he You should you should take up a role in some yellow pages, man. Ashik, you're going to earn some, you know, uh, good good money, good dough, you know, doing that. Because uh, he has a real knack for, you know, uh, stating all the clickbaity lines all in one go. Um, so why yellow but, pages? Yeah. Why not English media? True, it's the same thing. Sun <laughs> is a yellow the page. Sun, Daily Mail, even, even, even Marca. I mean, w- w- how different is Marca? Marca doesn't, Marca doesn't do clickbaity headlines. Come on, bro. Oh. Sometimes I see Marca posting about fucking Kardashians, Dude. man. <laughs> We're talking about Marca, the sports or not Marca, the entertainment, entertainment garbage. <laughs> But I see Marcus Marcus page on Facebook rubbish news. Posting pretty confused, like they're pretty confident about it. Now, man, I I I get what you're saying. Marcus does do the they do a lot of sleazy stuff, man. I didn't expect that. Stuff is sports news, okay. But anyway, anyway, I didn't expect them to post sleazy stuff. I was fucking shocked, you know. I lost my innocence, man. Uh, but it is what it is. It is what it is, right? Uh. 
No, no, no. Go for it. Go for no, it. No, you no, know. Exactly. You, you, you loaded up the fucking shotgun. Just fire it away. No, this you is a PG podcast. PG, really? With Farooq on it? Okay, fair. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's 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 talk about um how the team kind of you know rallied the troops um and showed some balls, especially especially guys who came on um didn't didn't um think twice about you know taking shots always took responsibility um it, it was it was pretty nerve-wracking i could i could see the look on carlos face honestly like especially after you know people like rudy gaskine <laughs> you know he was losing it he was losing um his his entire composure you know like i could i could uh look over at the bench and and see that there was nerves um i especially think from our side yeah. the nerves were mainly because it was a new stadium and we didn't really want to lose on the occasion so that that was probably it and i think but honestly from my side i felt that ever since the second half started and cruz and you know cruz came on the game entirely changed we were pretty much dominant hatafe barely like you know they had a couple of chances but that was it so i think the game has changed but we weren't having the cutting edge we would have liked so yeah. that was my concern yeah. yeah i think that was the end. that was the thing you know when when they conceded hatafe decided that they were just going to take a one one yeah. and go, go back you know yeah. so yeah. Yeah. they pretty much shut the shop you know i mentioned about the changes they made so you know they wouldn't get as tired as they were with cruz coming on so i guess that's how the game was and i, I, I we had trouble you know unlocking the unlocking the defense right um how does the goal happen again can someone run it down for me Um Lucas Vasquez uses good powers and you know such a <laughs> powerful shot Davi so he had to spin it out and then Bellingham you know while until let me let see. me just describe it the way Stuart Robson described it everybody else was standing still only Jude Bellingham had the idea <laughs> Well he's not wrong is he he's not wrong is he <sighs> Uh, he's not wrong is he no, why are you I, taking I, the piss though Jude gets credit for making that run but to say that everybody else was Everyone still nobody it. had the way with all that that that's that there should be a reason why you know top goal scorers top poachers you know Jude is not one of them but we say that some people have a real instinct for where and when to be right and get on the end of things it, it's not it's, it's not it's not fabricated though Yo, guys, snake. please, Chill, please, back me up on that. The guy is just taking the piece, man. There is nothing there, man. He's just taking the piece. Obviously, you know, timing is wrong. Being onside, it was. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. He's taking the piece, but I'm just, just putting it out there that we should all agree with Stuart Robson, and you know, it, it makes a difference. But let's talk about Lucas Vasquez first, right? Until then, David Soria is super composed, tipping everything over. You know, uh, you know, like uh, anticipating stuff that even before it happens. One shot, one pot shot from Lucas Vasquez. unless lucas vasquez has some otherworldly i repeat you know otherworldly supernatural powers you know how does he spill such a simple shot how does that happen you know right now you, you know like one of those preachers in the church who like you know <laughs> maybe maybe i'm uh, maybe i'm turning to jesus you know after after tonight but lucas vasquez man what 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 did he deploy on that shot that's my question I feel do you like know where the, the you know the, we we call him Lord Vasquez do you know where he is lord of where okay you should search that so where he is lord of they have this juju witchcraft you know and you know they can make the ball turn they can make the ball turn into a lion so like david soria wasn't seeing the ball we were seeing rather he was seeing a lion running at him you know oh. so for that reason he could not embrace the ball this is the reason why 
But so, like, the thing is, like, when a keeper was it Narnia? Of, like 12, 13 saves, one of he he will make a mistake. You know, it's David Soria. It's not Thibaut Courtois. Yeah. Even true, even true, with Courtois, true. we know that you know sometimes something might happen. So mm. it was just one of those things, and I think Jude made a good run. You know, mm. he, he he used his instincts well and got in the right position at the right time, as you said. Very neat finish as well. Yeah. Very neat finish. The technique uh, involved in the finish makes it look so effortless. But I'm telling you, it's not that easy. Never easy. Um, but right, yeah. If, uh, if it was easy, the strikers wouldn't be the most expensive players on the pitch. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, Jacob, man, Jude again coming clutch. Um, hundred million seems like a bargain. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, uh, initially I was like even thinking like hundred million would. Might be, have been too much for him, but then, like, mm. I, I hadn't seen him play. Now that I've seen him play, like, totally, man. He's seeing, I again, like, more won't like it, but he's seen apparently like winning us matches. So. Mm. Even even last year, when, when, no, um, I, I, just to clarify, I totally understand when you say that he's been very influential in winning the games. What I this what I disliked about the way Stuart Robson described is like, we don't really have to minimize other players, too, you know? Yeah, and, obviously. Like, but there should be a reason why I mean, he's getting totally on the end of these chances we totally week in week we, out we it's not like, it's not a sporadic spell where he's having a purple patch and then guys missing for large games right right now it's only four games okay if he does but still man games, still four patch. weeks right back to back right how now, is this is, a coincidence right it's now not a coincidence. it is the very definition of a purple patch if he does it for 38 games, if he does it year over year then you can even even during pre-season apart from the barcelona game he was very, you know, actually, um... see, so now, the thing, the, the point I try actually to make with you is always every week is this we have the same argument is this Jude has never scored more than, today. No, no, Jude has never scored more than I think eight league goals in his whole life. Yeah. And you come and you know, you, you feel like, okay, like this is the guy who's gonna score the goals. He hasn't shown anything I'm, to prove I'm that. I'm not saying that. Oh my this god, is I'm not saying that. Just... Saying. This is what Moe is saying. This is definitely the definition of someone in a good moment, you know, in a goal scoring moment. What's going to happen across the next 15, 20 games? Similar to what I asked in the chat yesterday. What is the limit for Jude? Is it 20 goals? Is it 25 goals? Because for me, it's a 20 goal and assist combination. That's what I expect from Jude. And anything more is an addition. You understand? So like the point that he's already scored four goals now means that most likely maybe he's going to score six or maybe seven goals more, which means that he's going to go maybe 20 games without scoring. So does that mean Before that he, he came on, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, Faru. Yeah? Before he yeah. joined us and started doing this week in, week out, did you have an expectation or a target to give him that, oh, bro, you should score 20 goals and add course, assists to have a good when season? When he joined us, this, I mean, why... At Dortmund, this is what he's doing for them at Dortmund. He has a training. Guys, are, are you hearing the same thing that I'm hearing? Or am I having a different dimension being, you know, poked into my eardrums now? Because he's he's saying that basically he expected before Joe joined that he would have 20 plus goals. This is what he has done. Not 20 plus goals. 10 goals, 10, 10 goals, assists. 10 goals, 10 assists. Goal combination. This is what he oh, does okay. at Dortmund. Like, this is fair, what his profile fair, is. Fair. I thought 20 goals and assists. Okay. Plus I mean, assists. Sunaid, Sorry. I, that's what, I, that's what I meant. My name is not Sunaid, bro. Like, I mean, I I remain in the realm of reality, not, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Right, right, right. Your reality Faru, is Faru playing... <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't get this man's reality. You know, his, his reality is basically playing the most entertaining football and just uh, pack your bags and go home it's when it matters. Football. It's not about playing entertaining football. This is the thing. Like, I have, for me, I like Diego Simeone. The point is why he has a certain pattern that you can go and watch and understand. You understand? It's all about... Oh, my God. Things, you know? This is not... Uh, that's the thing. Like, you guys keep, you know, 
painting me Ga- as a guy who is a fan. Uh, right, Farouk, I'll, I'll I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link to football, yeah, okay, of the match between uh, Betis and uh, Atleti that they played at Betis's home, right? Uh, go watch it and uh, which, yeah, which you tell me. Which Atleti are you talking about? Which Atleti are you talking about? I think he's Atleti, about Atleti, Atleti, Atleti. Right now, Atleti doesn't have an image. We don't even know what they're doing. I'm talking about the days where we had people who were actually proper, proper players, the Godins, you know, the Mirandas. I mean, now an Atleti is what they are, man. They're a mixture of, you know, uh, what, you know, this young, uh, what these young players are trying to do and old players are trying to do. You know, some of them are making some of them angry. Sorry for the gods. Yes, Sid is in the chat. He's saying, uh, yeah, Farouk is saying the truth. Come on, man, stop kissing his ass. You know, I, I don't like this fanfare for you, this guy. Because, you know, once 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 things start, you know, <laughs> you know, hitting the fan, we'll all be on Farouk's side, which I hate it. At least now, you know, we'll have these battles, which uh, I relish so much. But, yeah, I don't like this fanfare at all. Um, Ashi was saying, Stuart Robson did take a dig at English players, though he praised La Liga players for not going to the corner to waste time. But then Jude goes to the corner and he said, you know, he's English, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. what's he, he said that La Liga players don't waste time. The irony is that he was saying that in a game match that Hatafe was playing in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When 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 somebody Barcelona, against Barcelona, they had 15 minutes of added time and they barely played like three or four minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like you completely lack, you know. You, you Bro, when lag. someone sponsors your paycheck, your tone changes, man. You know, your 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 ideologies, uh, you know, gets shifted for a, for a bit, but. Right, um, brilliant finish. Basically, uh, you know, saves our uh, blushes uh, for at least another match day. But um, yeah, final thoughts. Uh, any other subs that we didn't touch upon? Um, I think Brahim had a decent game. Brian, yeah. Oh, Brahim had a very good game. Very good game. Yeah, somebody can take the mantle. Um, Mo, if you want to. No, let, let Farouk do. He's he's in Milan. You know, he has the right. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean. I feel like he had an okay game, like a good game, but like <clears throat> I feel like okay. at least this is this is what I feel like. I feel like it was a good game, but like not a very good one, honestly. But you know, as we mentioned in the preview as well, you know, like Diaz is a player that we also believe that you know, if he gets a lot of game time as well, you know, he can become more and more influential in the game. And honestly, you can even see that. I feel like there is you know a combination date that will exist between him and Jude. Actually, I kind of felt that today as well in little patches. So. You know that's something that might be interesting to watch out for as well, honestly. But yeah, that's it. Like I feel like it was a, a bit average, a bit above average, but like it was nothing like fantastic or superficial or anything like that. I always felt like uh, you know Brahim has enough fight in him, enough technique in him to actually you know eventually get that good run of form. Um, and today I think he shot glimpses of it. Um, to be honest, you know he tried to at least force the issue more than on a couple of occasions, which I, I think really Brian, like. For mm. me, with, the, with Brian, the issue is never about his ability to, to get the good form. It's about mm. maintaining that good form. I think he lacks consistency. True, true, true When true, true. He's, he's making subsidiary appearances, I don't really know how he gets into that rhythm. And, you mm. know, uh, the fact of the matter is, like, we're sort of, like, trying to use him like Essencio, because mm. Essencio always came off, off the bench and, you know, scored that long ranger. I think Brahim doesn't really have that. So I'm really iffy about how Brahim fits into this team, especially because, you know, it looks like, it feels like almost like Ancelot, for Ancelotti, he's not that important. And when a player is not important for Ancelotti, you know he's not, he's, you know, he's just going to be new. He, he'll be on the fringes un, un, unless he has, 
like a couple of blinder games, you know, back to back, by which I mean he decides games by himself, you know, at least two yeah, games in a row. Like, something like Sabayos did last season. Exactly. Yeah, to, 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 really, to really, you know, turn um, Carlos' head. Well, the important thing is that we have to remain relevant till that point because Ceballos got a chance where we were deep in the cup, deep in the UCL and all that. The question becomes, do we remain that relevant till that period of time? That's the question. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray hard because <laughs> that's, that's the only way because uh, we know um, the reality doesn't, doesn't suit our uh, uh, odds very well. Um, Said was uh, in the chat, he was saying long term it won't suffice. Uh, Jude is saving us 100%. Um, there's no no other way uh, of putting it. Ashik was saying, Yes, Brahim had a good game, and uh, I'd like to see him start and give him a run. He learned how to be a little feisty. Uh, thanks to Syria, that league takes no prisoners 100%. Um, I agree, you know, playing uh, for Pioli side has uh, m- matured him up uh, a lot more. But Jacob, man, Brahim. At least for me, um, he showed promising signs. Was it the same case with you? Yeah, I feel like uh, he was the only one, you know, uh, in the end, in the final third, like making a few good uh, passes, taking the right decisions all the time. And apart from that, uh, he always was looking like he, he, I felt like he had the most urgency on the pitch to actually get the mount moving again, uh, not playing to get our face bullshit and, you know, just yeah. try to get the goal. Quick free kicks and whatnot, you know. Yeah, and he's, was he, bang on he, point. Mm. If he keeps doing that, he, he's gonna endear himself to the Bernabeu crowd, and you know, that's it's mm. gonna be better for him. Like as the season wears on, and he's gonna get more opportunities. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Right. Um, that's. I think that pretty much covers it, man. Um, oh yeah. Any final thoughts? Sid right, go did go mention. On. So Sid says people are not talking enough about Chomini. He has been good. Hundred um, percent. The reason why we didn't do it because we decided not to go the player by player route this year. But sure, many. I mean, this game. But sure, many. Like like we have been speaking about all throughout the season has been one of our uh, most consistent performance uh, performers. You know, especially uh, his his uh, ball progression is very underrated. Um, a way he kind of you know. You know, turns up being the anchor when we need uh, someone to do it the most. When people shy away from responsibility, especially in the defensive third, you know, Chomeni doesn't 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 think twice. I, I feel like last year he was a bit more timid, uh, but this year I think uh, he's um, you know um, completely has embraced uh, that 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 uh, particular aspect of the game. Um, Right, like Mo, any thoughts? Um, yeah, for Chouamani. me, like, mm-hmm. the, the feeling always will be the fact that I think he has more to offer because whenever mm-hmm. we see him play for France, he has the freedom to, you know, move forward and, you know, make uh, passes. In, in the, the system, he doesn't. Yeah, in the system, he doesn't. So I think mm-hmm. we are sacrificing some of what the best version of Chouamani could be. But I think mm-hmm. he's done a good job, like you said, about, you know, being more imposing in the final, like in the defensive third, which mm-hmm. I think previously he wasn't doing. But, you know, at the end of the day, we will see when the big games come around how his performances are playing as a defensive midfielder because I think the games where Casemiro really made his name were the big games. So we have to see what Germany does in those games. Literally every Real Madrid player, not against Almeria and Celta Vigo, you know. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. <laughs> what did Farouk mean? No, he says I'm like, completely no, no, lost. No, 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 no. It's okay, it's okay. So you should live blissfully in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> What the, was it? Was it a dig at me? No, I need to know. 
you know you're you just saying players who come in and then all of these new players uh, or these young players they have to make their name in the big games not just against salmeria and what not oh okay okay oh okay basically um i'm not going to say the word i'm not going to say the word again like yeah, most of this is a pg right, podcast your your reflective mirror right 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 well fair 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 uh he's basically you know hitting home is on point which is which is actually true i i won't disagree with farooq but you know i i live in that now uh take it game by game and you know give people their due flowers man um uh, i hope you know uh the guys have a good uh couple of weeks of uh, rest in a sense i don't know what rest our uh, you know star players are going to get uh, really um rodrigo's going to go kamavinga is called up chomini is going to go um um jude obviously is going to you know go with england and uh, yeah pretty much everybody Ho- is hoselu called up uh, dad yeah. is called up not hoselu right yeah hoselu is called, is called up. up and who's going to play called up morata yeah. um <laughs> i don't know man. i don't know sometimes i feel like morata does the job i don't i have no idea how don't ask me how but i'm not a huge fan of morata but yeah he has something about him that that really you know uh I mean, if I'm gets managed to choose Morata this season in this summer, you know, at least mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, to have another option, hundred percent. Um, right. Who else? Who else is being called up? Um, uh, Kepa, no, no, Kepa, called right? up. Kepa has been called up. Uh, Alaba Kepa has been called up. Yeah, Kepa is okay, okay. right now. So uh, Alaba's probably called up, getting called up for Austria. I don't really know that for sure. I'm not sure about Modric simply. Modric simply for Croatia. Yeah, Modric yeah, simply. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Modric. Many um, Kamavinga are going. Valverde probably goes with Euro- Uruguay as well. Cruz so. uh, is not going, obviously. Um, Cruz like retired. Retired. Yeah, Cruz retired. Right. Um. Yeah. So not much rest, I guess, for many of the you know the the focal points of our of our of our team. But yeah. um, yeah. Ashik was saying, guys, tomorrow Tleti versus Sevilla. Mariano Sevilla is 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 Mariano Sevilla now? Yeah. Yeah. He joined yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Oh, how did I miss that? Probably because of his fucking hair, you know. I couldn't no, see. Yeah. But... You were busy following PSG extra, you know, waiting for them to show you. Aye, the aye, 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 aye. <laughs> calma, calma on the strays, yeah, because because I, 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 I didn't get that. Don't hit in the fields. I I I didn't I didn't get that one day after you know the transfer window fucking closed. Leave me out of this, okay? I was it was it was people like Mo who was getting fucking you know um, agitated by a man's stories. You know, like it wasn't me. I was saying I don't I don't give a fuck. I, you know, the, the guy did not post anything all summer. That the moment the window closes, this guy posts a story with walls and laughing and everything. You know, what, what you like, honestly, like I, I'll tell you, like everybody on the internet has a conspiracy theory that this guy engineered everything. He did it to push out Neymar and Messi. He got them both out. He got his friends to come to PSV. You know, he he's just made the team that the way he wanted to. And now he'll probably sign an extension, you know, just leave Florentino hanging. If that, if that happens, you know, like when you, when you say it like that, man, it makes so much sense. I can't even have anything to argue to it. You know, you know, you to, know. To, like we were having this conversation in May and June and we're talking about like, you know, uh, Mbappe or nothing for Florentino. And that is how it's turned out. You know, we were afraid that he would, that we wouldn't sign anybody. And that's how it mm. turned out, you know. Mm. This, this was the worst case for us, and we are living it. 
And you have to top it all off. Today, Marka came out with a story that said the board is extremely satisfied with how the transfer window went. They didn't really, yeah. like, it, it, it went better than their expectations. And, they expected, know. exactly. Yeah, I saw that as well. I'm like, what the hell are these guys, you know, smoking? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they yesterday, did. like, I I read, like, there was a tweet from Fabrizio, which was saying that, like, Real Madrid actually planned, like, tried to sign a striker. Yeah. Uh, when true. it comes to Real Madrid, I don't believe Fabrizio. Yeah, Fabrizio doesn't have the ins. Uh, to be honest with us, but um, right, uh, Ashik was saying, Sunit, uh, you missed it again because you were following our new signing Mbappe. Yeah, you troll me already uh, over the Insta DMs, man. Come on, give me a break. Okay, give me a break. I see you. I see your fucking face every day. It's getting tiring, man. Honestly, but um, Ashik saying three summers in a row we signed Mbappe. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a good shout, man. Um, but yeah, Sid is actually. He told me he's going for the Athletic versus Sevilla game, so he, he's gonna he's gonna have uh, a, hopefully a good game to watch, a good war to watch um, um, at, at the Metropolitano. So yeah, I hope he comes back unscathed. Uh, hope you know he doesn't wear a you know Madrid kit. Uh, he has he has already told me you know when he's gonna go to the Metropolitano to cover the games, uh, he has to cover our logo and shit. I was like, man, is that that mad? He said, yeah. It's not like what you expect, you know. Uh, nobody's gonna be uh, showing, you know, any courtesy if they see uh, anything that resembles, uh, you know, a real logo. So, um, yeah, I, I learn new stuff about um, Spain every day from them. But it is what it is. Uh, people uh, in the chat, people listening, um, listening in later, do show some love uh, to our content from Madrid. Uh, it it is actually done basically single-handedly by um one of our very own guys you know like uh he has to basically do it all on his own so show him some love uh we're gonna keep it coming um it's not easy we are not um an oil uh state backed production house or anything you know well, uh, it's all of us you know, we should make a podcast about saudi probably that's the way to go <laughs> really <laughs> i've seen i've seen guys on AFTV uh adopt um a couple of Saudi teams to follow. So I don't know. I have I have an inclination towards Al Hilal. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, Benzema playing at Al Hittihad, I'll have to you yeah, know, back we, my we mind. all have to be Al Hittihad fans, you know. Hundred percent. Sergio is gonna yeah. go there, Ramos, and then we'll be. But I saw Mitrovic's goal, man. Mad finishes, man, bro. This guy, Ooh. and that mm. two against Bono. I mean, not Bono. Sorry, sorry. By the Saudi Pro League. But <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. Or Aramco, you know, either one of those. But uh, Benzema's finish was very neat. I didn't expect yeah. that. I didn't expect that when you know they said it was a back you, heel. I, I thought you might have used that one Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. If not for Jude, um, but yeah, show our content from Madrid some love, people, man. Um, uh, it it is it is made to happen by by some incredible sacrifices by you know, today, all of us honestly like uh, 10 years of gas bill signing for madrid in 10 years yeah today. i i still Bale. remember 16 year old me going gaga i still remember i still remember some watching compilations watching the games of Spurs. the only thing i remember from that signing is the fact that everybody was chanting why did you sell Ozios? i do have that in my mind as well i, I still remember that but it was bittersweet i'm not gonna lie the ozil shit did hurt but man, Gareth Bale, I, I knew this guy was a monster, bro. Simple as. I, I knew he was gonna be so decisive. I didn't even have one iota of doubt in 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 in, in his ability to, you know, completely transform um our, our whole fucking, you know, um career, I mean season. But the way he, you know, uh, rounded off the Champions League win and whatnot, 
truly spectacular. That's what I think and, you know, tell some of my mates. When you watch Spurs in, uh, when you watch Gareth Bale, prime Gareth Bale in Spurs, and then you compare it to Mbappe, and Bale was, in my opinion, two times the player. Am I wrong in that? Uh, wrong in, you know, thinking that? Yeah, you're but, wrong. But I'm sorry, man. You're, too, you're not just strong, man. You're wrong from here, the distance from here Guys, to the top like, of the whatever. The, 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 come yeah, on, bro. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, Sunaid. Honestly, like, Bale was a beast. Well, man, Mbappe is the next big thing, man. Bale was never the next big thing. Man, Bale, like... Bale was a really, really fantastic player. I think player. Bale relied a lot on his pace. And, you know, exactly. he had a powerful shot. But Bale was a one-trick has... pony. He, exactly. Mbappe has, like, multi man, he has a multi-factor game. Bale can, can, like, score one any, anywhere, in the, anywhere in the pitch, man. He can score. He can score free kicks. So, bro, you should watch his Spurs compilations. I, I think you will bro, actually appreciate. I don't have to watch his compilation. I was but watching Spurs. Can, can, can Mbappe goals. score some I'm of those ready, goals yeah. that Gareth Bale used to score at Spurs? I don't think so. Goals. I don't fucking think he, so. Oh, yeah, definitely he cannot score. Man, definitely he Mbappe scored hat-tricks in World Cup finals. Let's I don't understand. I understand. Them. All that is, you know, very fucking cinematic. He has all the big, big, you know, big moments. I get it. But Gareth Bale at Spurs was a freak. He has all the moments, man. Come on. I, I know Mbappe know. did not come, but we didn't. We don't really have to do this. Like, Mbappe. No, I'm just. I'm just saying what I felt. This. This is. This isn't something I felt after he completely shunned us. You know, I just had this feeling when I Actually, was growing up. The thing is, this, like, stuff I that I saw Bale do. Like, even if you could recall, like I remember right clear in my head, the last goal big goal scored for uh, Spurs was against West Ham. It was like. In the half of the remember. pitch, you know, in between between the cycle and the box. It was, you know, I think 30 yards out or something like that. It was a mm-hmm. phenomenal goal. Mm-hmm. Mbappe cannot score those kind of goals, but he doesn't need to score those kind of goals. This is the point. <laughs> that's that's a shit take, but anyway. He doesn't need to score those kind of goals. Because the point why, is, why, like why? Me, like, there is no, there's no obligation to score like brilliant goals, goals, but you got to appreciate, you got to appreciate some, when someone does that, right? So that's the point is saying, like, I am saying the point he's a beast. But if he's somebody scores long-range goals, that does not mean that he's, he's a better player than somebody who does not score long-range goals. I have the mental capacity to realize that. But I'm just telling you, for me, aesthetically, for me, a game-changer, like what Jacob said, a guy who can score from anywhere is a big weapon to have. Isn't it? And Mbappe can score from anywhere too, man. He, just because he hasn't scored like 50, 40-yard goals doesn't mean, really mean that Mbappe can only score it from one position. He can, do it. he can score from anywhere. He can score in maybe maybe in the Farmers league. league. I'm talking about the Premier League, the toughest of them all. You know. I mean, the Premier League. We we, we, we saw we we saw Haaland went to the Farmers, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bale is a definitely a better golfer than Mbappe. No question there. Man, this guy. This guy, this guy, this guy is... I mean, because you play in the Premier League doesn't necessarily give you credit. Honestly, it's just something that the pompous English people have. Bro, playing for a Spurs team. Playing for a Spurs team, carrying Man, them, uh, being a left back to start out. Well, okay, fair. Mbappe the records, Barcelona, the records, stats, obviously, yeah, man, I mean, Mbappe, bro, I'm not blind. Remember, I'm just telling you. Like while like Bale was with us, go on, go on, like, At certain points, he was better than Cristiano. So that means for something, right? I don't think Mbappe has Cristiano's I, I'm not. I'm not denying that, Jacob. But what I'm just saying is like, uh, Jacob, Bale is a good stuff? player, but like Mbappe also is a better player. It's not yeah, like, yeah. like we're not trained like Bale is just a random, you know, jackass player or shit like that. But the point is that, at least for me, you know, even in the eye test, 
honestly, like watching Kylian Mbappe is like watching, you know, I don't know, we told you respect Jesus walking on water, you know. I mean, that's just how it is, man. Okay. No, I, I just say this to end this thing. I think Bale had pace, Bale had strength. Uh, what Mbappe technique had, as well. Mbappe has technique as well. Exactly. Bale had tremendous technique. Tremendous technique. Okay, Please. If, if Bale Put some had respect. Technique, Mbappe has hundred technique. Okay. Okay, twenty difference. I'll take it. Yeah. Give or take. Okay, fuck that. Okay. I'm, I'm getting tired of this shit, but uh, yeah, both brilliant players, but I agree, you know, Mbappe is the tired above. But for me, I don't know, I just have this inclination towards Gareth Bale. Maybe it's nostalgia. Yeah, no, Maybe that's it's nostalgia. a completely valid point to say that you love Gareth Bale more than you love Mbappe, or you like his play style more than you like Mbappe. That's a completely valid thing. I mean, that's the thing as well, you know, everyone loves what they have, not what they don't have, you know. If, if I can get something, I would try oh to show it down. Uh, yeah, I never liked it in the first place, you know. Yeah, it was just, you know, something that was a bit interesting, but it was never really that, you know. <laughs> Telling you, uh, his, his transfer decisions or his business decisions, you know, to assemble his own Avengers and all that and stay at fucking PSE, that didn't influence my... documentary is incoming, yeah. like you wanted, from Mbappé. What documentary? Oh. You know, I really pray that, you know, Newcastle dot one and Milan can do something and knock them out to the Europa League. Holy oh, that, that that'll be that'll be mad, especially if they face against uh, Liverpool. Oof, nice. I'll just love that, man. Honestly, honestly, that'll be. I don't, think, the point I don't is... think Paris is getting knocked out. They have a pretty good team. Obviously, yeah, definitely. You know what? The point is, you know, to watch Paris playing Mitterland or whatever the name of the club is. You know, clubs that have no name in countries that don't exist in stadium that with nobody. Imagine Arun, that. We have listeners there. You know, you should be careful. <laughs> Listeners from where? From France? Uh, what was he saying? From France? No, he wasn't talking about France. No, yeah, I'm just talking about, you know, like he was talking about some random country. Exactly, Denmark, actually, to be precise. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> we do have a we do have a considerable <laughs> audience base from the Scandinavian West, countries. But Robson so. can say that La Liga players don't waste time. You know, you you can make an effort too. <laughs> fair, fair. Jacob is so quiet, you know. He he's he's letting you guys get all the clickbaity shit and stay out of the mess, you know. Uh, yeah, then he's gonna reveal behind the scenes stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, guys. Um, friendly reminder again. Um, do vote for us on the um football content awards for for twenty twenty three. Um, it is. It will be a massive uh, step uh, in the in the next uh, you know uh, journey for us. Uh, basically, you know, it'll, it'll get us some well deserved. I I personally believe well deserved recognition because this hasn't been easy. Um, we have been doing this for over uh, two years now. Um, it, it is a collective effort of over you know ten plus people from you know so many different time zones coming together for for the love of the game and love of our beloved uh, Madrid. So do show some love if you don't have Instagram to send those to people who doesn't have social media as well. It's so simple. Go over to the international categories and type in our name. Let's be real podcast. It's super, super easy. Um, I also feel like, you know, the football content awards are going to show some heavy bias towards some British um, origin 
guys more than us um because you know i i can see some some pretty um evident telling factors uh, that i've noticed over the last year as well so we are going to need every single one of your uh, award to you know actually even stand a chance um at the at this point so it is a humble request again people um also uh must love to all the people who send sends us dms in, in the chat reminding us we are um accompanying them on on hikes on 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 gym uh reps on 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 morning uh jogs all of that man it's it's super humbling to you know hear all that um um honestly when i started this i didn't expect even a single dm like that um ever to have received all of that in in, in the space of a couple of years uh it, it is truly maddening and i have to you know really pinch myself sometimes to uh understand what we really do is is, is special um big up to every single one of you in the chat who has tuned in you know rajat ashik um we miss a few of the regulars uh hopefully you know <laughs> i think jude has uh, completely blown them away uh you know uh, and uh, knocked them out and i hope to see you know guys like lol lol and uh, guys of you back in the chat people always ask me um uh, we have an audience base of you know 500 uh, you know 600 plus people tuning in every every week uh, on our audio platforms why don't they tune into a youtube live streams you know uh, i tell them um we uh, we started off as a podcast and and we still are a podcast uh you know continuing to maintain our identity and doing what we know best instead of doing you know what uh clickbaity people want to do uh that's not our uh we are not about that life you know we concentrate on talking football more than uh clown antiques um and probably that's why uh the youtube folk hasn't really you know uh gotten over to here but um yeah man our audience you know basically are people who prefer listening to us on the go and uh yeah being up and about uh, on their daily lives which is in my humble opinion uh has much more value for me rather than you know people flocking in to hear <laughs> you know outrageous takes uh, with no substance but it is what it is um big up every single one of you uh in, in the chat again and it truly means a lot uh also before we go uh, do show some love to our partners on real uh on instagram uh real Madrid committee they run a brilliant fan page show some love to our twitter as well we have been verified uh as of yesterday um we are constantly trying to put out stuff from madrid um and kind of you know get the tweeting uh, up on a regular basis we have a proper admin now i completely neglected that for a couple of years i'm seething because of that uh but we are slowly trying to you know get ourselves back into the you know the x or the twitter game as well so yeah man uh do show some love um zmap is in the chat always showing love on instagram uh big up yourselves man and also um you asked me for my um uh, psn uh the other day i saw your um, follow request or something i'm going to dm you my psn uh hopefully we link up you know once um ea fc 24 is out uh he says big up you guys for being madrid content creators it's actually humbling man honestly um truly humbling but until next time people ala madrid ala madrid ala madrid, ala madrid.